Welcome to Story Circle Theater, where some of our favorite friends share some of their favorite stories. I'm Darren Freeman, and today's featured story, The Tale of Peter Rabbit, written by Beatrix Potter. So join us in the circle, relax, and enjoy the story. Once upon a time, there were four little rabbits, and their names were Flopsy, Mopsy, Cottontail, and Peter. They lived with their mother in a sandbank underneath the root of a very big fir tree. Now, my dears, said old Mrs. Rabbit one morning, you may go into the fields or down the lane, but don't go into Mr. McGregor's garden. Your father had an accident there. He was put in a pie by Mrs. McGregor. Now run along and don't get into mischief. I'm going out. Then old Mrs. Rabbit took a basket and her umbrella and went through the wood to the baker's. Flopsy, Mopsy, and Cottontail, who were good little bunnies, went down the lane to gather blackberries. But Peter, who was very naughty, ran straight away to Mr. McGregor's garden and squeezed under the gate. First, he ate some lettuce and some French beans, and then he ate some radishes. <coughs> Ooh. And then, feeling rather sick, uh, he went to look for some parsley. But round the end of a cucumber frame, whom should he meet but Mr. McGregor? Mr. McGregor was on his hands and knees, mm, planting out young cabbages. But he jumped up and ran after Peter, waving a rake and calling out, Stop, thief! Peter was most dreadfully frightened. He rushed all over the garden, for he had forgotten the way back to the gate. He lost one of his shoes among the cabbages and the other amongst the potatoes. And after losing them, he ran on four legs and went faster and faster. So fast, he might have gotten away altogether if he had not run into a gooseberry net and got caught by the large buttons on his jacket. Peter gave himself up for lost and shed big tears. His sobs were overheard by some friendly sparrows who flew to him in great excitement and implored him to exert himself. Mr. McGregor came up with a sieve, which he intended to pop upon the top of Peter, but Peter wriggled out just in time, leaving his jacket behind him. He rushed into the tool shed and jumped into a can. Mr. McGregor was quite sure that Peter was somewhere in the tool shed, perhaps hidden underneath a flower pot. He began to turn them over carefully, looking under each. Presently, Peter sneezed. <laughs> he tried to put his foot upon Peter, who jumped out of a window. The window, however, was too small for Mr. McGregor, and he was tired of running after Peter, so he went back to work. Peter was out of breath and trembling with fright, and he had not the least idea which way to go. After a time, he began to wander about, going lippity-lippity, not, not very fast, and looking all around. He found a door in a wall, but it was locked, and there was no room for a fat little rabbit to squeeze underneath. An old mouse was running in and out over the stone doorstep, carrying peas and beans to a family in the wood. Peter asked her the way to the gate, but she only shook her head at him. Peter began to cry. Then he tried to find his way straight across the garden, but he became more and more puzzled. Hmm. He came to a pond where Mr. McGregor filled his water cans. 
A white cat was staring at some goldfish. She sat very, very still. But now and then, the tip of her tail twitched as if it were alive. He went back towards the tool shed. But suddenly, quite close to him, he heard the noise of a hoe. Peter scuttered underneath the bushes. The first thing he saw was Mr. McGregor hoeing his onions. His back was turned towards Peter, and beyond him was the gate. Peter started running as fast as he could go along a straight walk behind some black currant bushes. Mr. McGregor caught sight of him at the corner, but Peter did not care. He slipped underneath the gate and was safe at last in the wood outside the garden. Mr. McGregor hung up the little jacket and the shoes for a scarecrow to frighten the blackbirds. Peter never stopped running or looked behind him till he got home to the big fir tree. Oh, he was so tired that he flopped down upon the nice soft sand of the rabbit hole and shut his eyes. And I am sorry to say that Peter was not very well during the evening. His mother put him to bed and made some chamomile tea, and she gave a dose of it to Peter. But Flopsy, Mopsy, and Cottontail had bread and milk and blackberries for supper. And there we have it. We hope you enjoyed today's story read to you by me, Darren Freeman. Darren is a Canadian actor whose work you can check out on his website, voicecastfreeman.com, all one word. Be sure to join us next week here on Story Circle Theatre and keep on reading. Take care. Bye now. The Mutual Audio Drama Network, where we listen and imagine together. <laughs>